Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Puckle! Puckle. Welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch. Here today with my wonderful co-host, we've got Dr. Shamu. Hello, hello. Got his doctorate in uh, in seismology. Sure. We'll go with that this time. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then we've got, uh, as you can hear laughing, uh, Shark Finnegan. Hello. And we're here to bring you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. Uh, I was, I, what was it? I was thinking about something with Puckle the other day, and <laughs> it was really bad. Oh, no, I was talking to somebody, like, uh, we just hired this new guy at work. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we just hired, by just hired, we hired him in August. I guess it's already November. And I was talking to him about the podcast, and he was asking about the the segments, and I was just like, "Oh well, you know, the quiz segment's the newest it, the newest addition to the podcast." And then I was like sitting there thinking about like when we added that. I'm like, "That was eight years ago. It's fine. We we yeah. did that. Eight, we did that eight years ago." <laughs> <laughs> so for most people, it's never been a new edition. It's just been there. <laughs> it's just been there. the The trivia segments just always existed. Mm-hmm. The segment that on, that all of the people only care about is right there. Uh, but yeah, I I know Shamu's got answers to this question about what you've been up to in Pokemon lately. Uh, I don't know what you have either, if you have something as well, Shark, but I know I know Shamu's been doing some fun things. Oh yeah, it's been a while, actually, because last time I was on, I think it was post-Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was like the week after Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah. How'd you do, how'd you do it, uh, how'd you do it, yeah, Peoria? Uh, didn't do bad. I, I dropped round eight. I wish I played t- through round nine at that point, but, uh, I went four, three, one. You should have. Yeah, it's just one more round. How late did it go? Like, how late did it uh, go? Oh, it was like, I wanna, I'm trying to remember. I think, I can't, I can't remember if it was like sometime between five and seven. And I can't remember. A oh, five and se- five p five p.m. and seven p.m.? It was that early. Yeah, I that can't. That feels early. Uh, I can't remember. My time is all fuzzy around that time. After like <laughs> oh no, after you play after you play eight nine rounds of Pokemon, you're cooked. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, those it's a it's draining for sure. Yeah, no, it is when you do these tournaments, especially in that format because there's a lot of Gardevoir yeah. in that format, a lot of Lost Box in that format. I didn't. Yeah, I only I felt one Lost Box there. I didn't see any Guard. But oh, no, you're I, uh, so lucky. I wasn't yeah. doing bad. I just there was like two rounds I just got completely crushed. Like yeah. there's a Lost Box matchup. Uh, I was running Pumpkin in my deck. What was what was your record at the at the end of round eight? Uh, it was four three one. That's what I w- ended with. 
Oh, you should you should have absolutely gone one more. Uh, yeah, I should have. I didn't realize how it would have happened. I didn't I didn't realize essentially dropping removed you from getting points or anything like that. So I just didn't even not even that point, yeah. but the fact of there's no placement. I didn't realize that, so I didn't know. I know now. If you if you would have at least tied, you probably would have gotten points. Even that, I just wish I would play one more round just to have a placement so I could say, hey, I did better than person A or B or whatever. Yeah, you should you should have totally done that. Because that round eight was diagonally from me was toward. Oh, so really? that just tells me where it had the same record. I know Azul did similarly. Yeah. I think he ended at 5-4-1. That's the thing I was thinking, like, I yeah. thought he, or no, maybe not 5-4-1, but like 5-4 or 5-3-1 or something like that, maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's just the fact that I wish I would have played so I could see how on record I did with other people like that. I could have yeah. found my name in, like, the listings. Honestly, like, but. that's, Seth should take a look at that story, because Seth always gets really defeatist about how poorly he does at these all the time. But I feel like the problem yeah. the, the problem isn't that Seth is bad, it's just that it's more of a numbers game than anything at it's some point. It's rough, too. He didn't, he didn't do the greatest, unfortunately. Yeah, so. it's fine. The last format, the last format yeah, last format was sucked. rough. It didn't, it was not fun. Yeah, no, I just got thrashed by Urshifu in a lost box, and then an Lugi at the very end. Is yeah. actually what happened. When, like, essentially each of those games, not the Urshifu, but the other two, I just had a pump kaboo, and it just got, like, that was the donk, essentially. I'm like, alright, cool, yeah. I can't play. You know, like, I just yeah. got thrashed immediately, and I was like, okay, I just, way too fast. Totally. Or it was just, couldn't clinch it at the very end. But other than that, I felt good. Maridon mm-hmm. was just easy, easy picking. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy playing Maridon and telling him, what are you going to do? You can't play. Yeah, I totally get you that. Because you do, um, I'll play Drago for context. Drago V-Star. Mm-hmm. So, the the Noivern attack, the Drago can use all the attacks of Dragon in your discard, and then mm-hmm. the Noivern EX has an attack for 70 damage that says you can't be hurt by basics. Yeah. Maridon EX is like 90% basics, other than like the two yep. Flaffy if they have it, and yep. that's not enough damage to kill a Drago. Yep. So essentially you have like 40 cards left in deck, assemble the little lock for Maridon and go, what would you like to do? I'm yeah. just going to keep doing this. I have nothing else on the board. Would you like to scoop and go to game two? Did they, did they scoop? Uh, yeah, I've got, I got like three scoops out of it in total. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Maridon was fun to play against for me, not for them. Yeah, I can see that. Because there were short rounds is what happened. <laughs> you know, it's like, spend, spend, be there for like 15 minutes, like, what would you like to do? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll just, we'll just enjoy the rest of our round just moving around and quick break. Yeah, makes sense. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy with the performance there, to be honest. It, it sucked with the matchups I lost against, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I'm tinkering it with maybe for uh, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was going to go off it and then going back and seeing a few new little innovations that I find very cute. I kind of want to try it again, and I think it's got a decent matchup. I feel like it's good enough to make day two. I, I think it is good enough to make day two. I don't think it can win a tournament, but I'm, no. I'm my first goal is to make day two and then go from there. You know, I feel like making day two in general is good enough to get you to worlds. Like if you go to enough of these and you just day two, that's good yeah. enough mm-hmm. to get you to worlds. That was maybe a couple like league cup wins type of thing. They're challenge cups, whatever they are called. I don't remember. Well, there, there, there's challenges and cups. So, like, challenges yeah, are, like, either. little itty-bitty baby tournaments. Though, I've heard some people just running them horribly. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting to, like, jump back into ch- cups and challenges uh, until post-Christmas. Uh, because by then, a lot of the people that uh, were really, like, gung-ho about getting points will have already gotten their points. Yeah. Uh, and I can just, like, go and have, like, a... Like a like, I want one step above the casual experience that is League. Yeah. Like, that's what I want from a challenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you don't get a lot of points from those either. It's like 15 points or something like that. 
No, but you can need those up in a, like, every once in a while, because just making day two doesn't get you a lot, and you need, like, 500, so it's like... No, you need 600, 600 this year. Yeah, 600, right, right yeah. even worse, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you no, know, like, like you, you, can get nine, you can get 90 points from League Challenges, and you can get up to 300 from Cups, but Cups are typically much larger. Yeah. So the chance of you winning six Cups is probably not great. Also, Ohio is just, like, a hotbed for all competitive Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand it. I don't know if it's just because NAIC for the, or I guess it was just the North American. That's probably what it was for most of it. Cause you had, yeah. it was NAIC was there for what, 10 years ish? Uh, not even 10. No, it started, uh, not 10 years. That, well, it wasn't, it didn't it used to be called, didn't it used to be called NAIC? It used to be just nationals. Well, either way, if that, yeah, nationals. But that, channel, that's, yeah. that showed up in Columbus, Ohio in 2016. But before that, it was just in Indianapolis. Oh, so yeah, still the area though at the very which least, is yeah, which, which which if you're in Ohio is like probably worst case four hours depending on where you're yeah. coming from, and yeah, it, it, so Ohio and this area like Michigan, Southern Michigan is actually pretty big into it as well. Yeah, so it's right there. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's actually very into it because of that. I mean, this is this is both not just the TCG but also like the video game as well. Yeah, when you've got a. When you've got a national hotspot for the tournaments being essentially two states right next to yep. each other for, like, the last however many years, ten years then, because including both of them. I think it was at least ten with both of them. That makes sense, you know? You've got people there, and it's like, yeah. I don't think people moved there for that specifically, but, you know, people were no, more, no, no, no. more inclined to partake when you've got a national tournament every year right near you. People aren't moving here for that. That's for definitely for sure. <laughs> and... I feel like someone probably, like, someone probably did, like, oh, I've got this, oh, oh this no. is the reason to go there. I, I feel one person at least had to, knowing the amount of people in this world. Like, it'd be... I, I don't know if anybody moved here for that, but, like, the number of it people... Would, it could easily be a point to move there, and I don't, maybe not the only reason, but, you know, like, oh, I need to move here for my job. Oh, this is here too? Yeah, hell yeah, we'll do this. You know, like... The number of people I haven't seen move here, per se, but come to visit here because of that. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of the uh, big players in the area know other big players, so they come and they visit a lot. Mm. So it, that's actually very interesting to see. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, Shark, do you have anything? Like uh, we we've taken up the whole <laughs> thing and not talked to you at all. No, y'all are good. Um, uh, the main things that I I mean, Pokemon wise, I've only really been doing Poke Doku lately. That's really the biggest thing I've been doing. Okay, so I have totally, I have seen this as well and been doing it also. And you go for like the uniqueness score, right? Like that's what everybody's oh, doing. Oh yeah, yeah, no, a thousand percent. It's because I mean, the most of these are like should be like pretty straightforward. It's like, oh, I know, I know water electric types. That's fine. Let me try to see if I can pick the most obscure ones. I don't know. There, to- there was one that I saw on Twitter that wasn't like an official Pokidoku. It was, it was instead a Pokidoku that like somebody made, but instead of just having, so Pokidoku, for those of you who are unfamiliar, this is just like a thing that happened in the Pokemon community. Uh, it's like Pokemon Sudoku, where you, ha- we have three, it's a three by three square, and in each square, you just have overlapping grids. Like th- today, it's, uh, like it's psychic, and you'd have to overlap that with a Galar Pokemon or a Paldea Pokemon or a Fairy Pokemon. You do this in a, a grid. Yeah, there used to, there's been, just before this, there's been, it's been popping up in sports. There's been Immaculate yeah. Grid is what it's called. It's just for sports. So it's like, what sport team or like, what award yeah. they, the players have won. So it's same concept, but now it's with Pokemon, which is like, oh yeah, no, I know all yeah. the Pokemon, of course. I saw this one, uh, though, where they, uh, instead of just having like the one side on each grid, each side of the grid had two. 
Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I posted one of those that I saw yeah. in the Discord today, and a lot of, pe- of us were going through it, which is really fun. So I definitely, like, saw it, and I solved it myself when I saw it. And the number of people that, like, replied that I don't know if it's just because some Pokemon just aren't seen often enough for people to know the actual, like, methods of evolution or some things like that, but th- people definitely were making very blatant mistakes. Oh, yeah, no, and I definitely made some, too. I still remember the time when, like, what, Darkrai got added to Pokemon Go and people thought it was a yeah. brand new Pokemon. I still remember well, that. I don't know if that's, that, <laughs> that's not really in the same vein, but this is, like... Not exactly, but it's still the same thing of people, like, that doesn't, that's not it, that doesn't exist, you know, and it's still, like, it, it just shocked me. It's still. like, uh, people were saying, like, Weavile was a Pokemon that evolved via trade evolution or something like that. And it's yeah, like, it's that's, like, that's, that's not true. <laughs> That's, oh, that's like, just, yeah, that's just not a, that's not accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, the, the specific grid for this one was it's get stab against psychic types. Yeah. New evolution release in Gen 4. Okay. We're already going Weavile here. Yeah, Retains yeah. a type of re- evolution. All right. We're almost there. And is any part of an evolutionary line associated with an item plus trade evolution? That's Dusknor. That's Dusk Noir. That's, that's, Dusk Noir. that's not Weavile. <laughs> that's Dusk Noir. <laughs> like I, like I saw that. I'm like, that's Dusk Noir. Yeah. <laughs> and and Weavile was uh somebody like put Weavile there. Like if that person listens to the podcast, I'm sorry, I'm not ragging on you. I just I, I don't think it's your fault. I think it's just the way the Pokemon community is now. Blame society. There's so many we're just like you look at all of it. <laughs> I mean like, I, I, I that's kind of the answer, Shamu. I do blame society. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> I do blame society because I, I, I think the I think the culture of Pokemon nowadays is much different than it used to be. Like it used to be uh, a bunch of people who were nerds that like a bunch of um actually nerds and i don't think it is that way anymore <laughs> it, it used to be because we'd be like um actually uh we uh this pokemon actually evolves this way like we would have done that but in this case you just have people who enjoy pokemon and they just do they just say things mm-hmm. so I, I, that's why that's why i think like pokedoku does so well is because it's like people can fail it <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I'll be honest. Today, uh, when I first did this, I failed yeah. it because oh. I, I was like, it was psychic fairy. And it's like, of, of course I know that Gardevoir is a psychic fairy, but I'm not going to pick the obvious answer. Yeah, but that's, not, that's going to be the high. That's good. That's the, you don't want the obvious answer. You want the uniqueness score to go down. I want the uniqueness score because I'm, because su- I know. Obviously, I'm doing a Pokemon podcast. I know I should. <laughs> yes, I should be able to get a low score on this. Tapu Lele exists and nobody remembers. It's fine. I forgot that one. I was like, I'm going to go. I was like, I, I'll go the Hatterene line. Let's go with Hatrim. Oh, no, no. It doesn't oh, get, no. It doesn't get fairy. Uh, yes. It doesn't get fairy. Hatrim is not a fairy type. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Psychic, psychic, psychic fairy. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, no. So, so yeah, no, that's the only reason I failed. Otherwise, I probably would have been fine. If I just went Hatterene or Hatterene G-Max, I would have been fine. But yeah, most nah. of the time you just do the G-Max, like nobody remembers that you can select it. So, yeah, it's sometimes funny when I see that whenever you because you can look and see what the uh, what everyone's answers are. Yeah. You see the G-Max some there's like the G-Max is slightly higher than the normal. It's like, ah, people are trying to to go the G-Max and is backfiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they realize that those aren't, those don't exactly pop up easily. And same thing with like megas. Megas are a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't, like, I haven't done it, but I've seen people do it once or twice. So I'm like aware of it. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Okay. I'm going to cut us off though. We have gone on long enough. We have some news to talk about though. Uh, actually not that much, but 
some news. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do some news. So let's go ahead and uh, cue that epic music. Welcome to the news. In the news, there's actually not that much because they should have come out with a trailer and we didn't get the trailer. It's fine. It's fine, guys. Don't worry about it. I I think they also just don't want to, like, take away anything from Black Friday sales from other games. This weekend, uh, well, by the time you listen to this, it's over. Uh, The Latin American International Challenges uh, have taken place and they're giving away a Dragapult code for VGC and an Art Rare Iron Valiant for TCG. Both of these are digital. Like the TCG card is also a digital card. There was also there were also at NAIC there were drops. If you watched it in Twitch, like after you watched for fifty minutes, they would drop and give you like three booster packs or something. So something to watch out for. Oh, drops thing is built into Twitch that you can go redeem them through. I think you need to have it connected to the Pokemon.com. I think for it to work. But I believe it. Yeah, they're the. um, But yeah, they did do that last time. Like they, I think you can get. I've I've seen them do it before for. uh, where Pokemon will do it and they'll give you like $10 gift card to PokemonCenter.com. So it's it's worth doing it just to like, even no, if you cool. just have it in the background, come back in like 15 minutes and it's just like, make sure you're active or whatnot. And then boop, you get the, you get yeah, the there's also a little tracker that shows you how long you have until you get the reward. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it might be on the rewards page of Twitch or on the drops page, but there is like a thing that'll show you like, oh yeah, if you need like 15 more minutes or whatever, well, you know, that's really neat. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the UK is getting the Horizons anime next month on BBC iPlayer, so maybe they will finally tell us that it's coming to Netflix. Yeah. Maybe. One I mean, day. It would make sense. I mean, it makes sense because this would be on schedule based on the Pokemon Journeys anime release schedule. Since we got those episodes in September, we should be getting the next batch in December. Yeah. Um, which would be probably like the first 13 episodes of the anime, you know? Something on that order would be my expectation. Hopefully that catch up eventually. Oh, we'll never catch up. It's fine. <laughs> I do believe we should simulcast it. Like, I, I, I believe I believe there should be a sub that we can watch on, like, Crunchyroll or something. You gotta give it time. It took us, like, I know it's still a while back, but we got our game synced up finally. We finally getting the TCG synced up. You gotta give them another ten years for them to think of the, the TCG, anime. The TCG's almost synced up. The TCG's very weird. It essentially is. We got... Paradox Rift, like, a week after they got their set, so... I, I do agree with you that this is probably as close to, as it will get, in terms of syncing up, yeah. because of the way that Japanese sets are designed. I would consider the TCG essentially synced up as in the fact that it literally, like, a week after they yeah, got yeah. their set, we got ours. Yeah, no, it's just because it's just because we do our sets differently. I, I would much rather ha- get the sets like Japan gets them. Kinda? I, I kinda would, too. It would just be, like, because you'd be able to, like, A, you'd probably pay less to a degree, but you'd also, like, get a better chance at getting what you want out of a set. I would rather buy a booster box. Like, I would I would buy 36 packs of each of these sets. You know what I mean? Um, That's fair. Because if you do that, you're probably going to get most of everything you want. Well, it's, cause it's also, like, segmented down, too. Yeah. yeah. For, for reference, for people who don't quite know how it works, like, it's uh, it's about three sets, three Japanese sets become one U.S. set. And, uh, I mean, there are some exceptions, like, Obsidian Flames was garbage for a reason, and that's not, that's because it actually only consisted of one Japanese set. But yeah, uh, 
the anime might show up soon. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is how you stretch a news segment when you have very little news for the Nintendo sales news. So we got the you know the quarterly update of what they what things are going. Um, in terms of just Nintendo general, Mario Kart is still selling like crazy and of course tier the kingdom surprisingly kind of is slowing down a lot faster it's not really don't know if it's going to ever beat breath of the wild breath of the wild I has think- so much hype behind it though like it, you have to think about it. like that was like we saw the first trailer six years before the game came out and it took them so long to come out with it and it was a launch it was the launch title for the switch so there's nothing else to play on the Switch at the time. It had a lot more circumstantial like things going for it, which led it's, to it selling crazier and crazier. Pokemon wise, where are we at? Swish has broke twenty six million. Uh though it is basically about at the point where they're not gonna really increase the sales date anymore. It's at that hundred thousand yeah, level. It's plateaued. Of, it's plateaued. It's at that hard plateau at this point. It might yeah. go a tiny bump, but I don't know if it's really gonna bump. Yeah, there's not going to be probably much more for it. Maybe there won't be any like spikes of it unless something happens, which yeah. I don't think it will. Yep. Scarlet Violet is at 23 million, just about 500,000 away from gold silver. So it's going to definitely pass that up here with the DLC boot bump. Could could you imagine uh Scarlet and Violet sales numbers if it didn't perform like hot garbage? Like like in terms of like game performance. Yeah, I. Like, what's really kind of alarming here, just like I, I was looking at the numbers, I think it's theoretically possible that Scarlet Violet might not outsell Swish. Uh, so, okay, okay. If it doesn't get the DLC bump or any future game bumps between, you know, before Gen 10. Yeah, so. It's uh, possible. I am unshocked by this based on history. Um, the second, so like whenever we have, this has happened every time, but gen three, if you look at every, every generation, that's the second generation on a console, it always does a little bit worse than the first one. Like, so, uh, Pokemon go stuff. I'll let you read this Shamu and then the people that play go can interpret. Yep. Fashion week runs from the 15th through the 19th and we get costumes for Dragonite, Wooper Quagsire, and as well as shiny Gothita. Wow. So hype. Yeah. I like the Whooper costume. It's cute. So fashionable. Much fashion. Such wow. That's that's the news. Uh we do have Puckle's yeah. pokey prediction though. Um with the with LAIC happening this weekend or next weekend? I don't know which one of this. Do you think a new deck will crack top 8? Will Mew win it all again? Will Hisuian Arcanine take a trophy in VGC? Uh I don't think Mew will win it for one. Uh, I don't think Mew will win it because everybody Mew's got a target on his back. It's it's doing too well. Well, also there's like it's hard to. I, I think a new deck will crack top eight just because oh, for of how sure. many there are. There's a lot of good like, decks that came out. Of, like I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Roaring Moon showed up. Roaring, Roaring Moon will because I think it's just it's a very fast paced deck and you can yes. essentially earn yourself a victory on. You can't win win, but you can earn yourself a victory on turn two by getting the the momentum. Yes. It's like it's like dark type. It's dark type Maridon. Yeah. And, uh, for for also for a little bit of context, the Roaring Moon can essentially for three energy just KO something, and then you take like yeah, almost we, lethal damage in return. But the fact that you can just KO anything. Do we get to consider Chien Pao Iron Hands as a? Uh, I as think Chien Pao is okay, but a lot of decks are playing the Toad's Cruel to screw with it. Yeah, but is that like a new deck, or is that like just? I don't Chien know if Pao? I would say. 
I think it's, I don't know if it's the new, um, it, it, it operates very deck. similarly to Chi and Pao, but it's, it's just, it's, it's just a Chi different Pao, Chi Pao. But you're not running like the other weird tech stuff you would run in like yeah. a Chi and Pao list. You're just running Chi and Pao Caliber as your iron hand as your weird techie thing. I also wouldn't be surprised if like Cloth made it. Like, I think I, I could. I think there's a world where Cloth makes it. I haven't seen much of it being played with, but I could see something weird like Cloth pop up there. It's performed I think, well. be a va- it's performed I think well. there will be a Valiant list. It might be shoved in the Lost Box. It might be solo. I don't know. Uh, potentially. Because if it's with Lost Box, I don't know if I'd consider it a new deck, really, is the issue. But yeah. I could see Iron Valiant making it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else super crazy from Paradox Rift. Because like, mainly think their Valiant and Roaring Moon are insane. They are insane cards. Um, yeah. Golden Go's okay, but I think it might be... Someone has to get a really good run for Golden Go to make top eight. Uh, yeah, Golden the Go... Deck, the I deck think is Gold, frail. I, I think Golden Go is in the same place Maridon was when it first came out. Yeah. That's kind of yeah, how... Maridon's just, like... Roaring Moon is just good Maridon, as you were saying earlier. It's because Maridon was good because it did what Mar- it does what Roaring Moon does and gets its board set up and attacks yeah. on, like, turn two. Yeah. Roaring Moon just does that now. Yeah. And it's, like, insane. Without having to go super wide. Yeah, I, I mean, you can, um, I think it's going to be one of those decks that a lot of people, I think it's just going to be more people playing it, and yeah. so it's going to have some success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. I, I'm like struggling terms, to remember all the decks that are even in, like, now Lost alive, Tina. essentially. Lost Tina will be fine. I, yeah. There's a lot of new stuff. Uh, and in terms I, of Hisuian Arcanine, it just, at y- some reason, it's just won every... Oh, single regulation E tournament, I think, so far. It's very, it's very good. Yeah. It's, it's not even like top 10 usage. It doesn't even crack like the top 12, like the daily, you know, from these regional yeah. tournaments. But for some reason, it's just, you know, it's just there hitting hard with Choice Band. It's good. It's just Choice a, Band, like, Intimidate, Flare Blitz. Like, Arcanine yeah, is not, good I, in a world without Incineroar. This is, this is what I expect. Landers Therian is the one of the top used Pokemon. Iron Hands is a top used Pokemon, but for some reason Arcanine's still just thriving. <laughs> it's uh, fire type. It's Arcanine, also got, like, Arcanine always know, did well. Arcanine's bulky always fire types are well. yeah, bulky fire types are very good in VGC. I, yeah, I, in VGC, Arcanine has historically done very well. It was uh mm-hmm. we've just all forgotten since Incineroar <laughs> in twenty mm-hmm. uh in twenty seven or twenty sixteen. They, they both intimidate. So mm-hmm. they're just a slightly one of them not two legs. I guess you think about the guy on two legs and not the one on four. Uh, I don't it's know. It's just the it's just the typing that. that Incineroar has as well. Like the fire the dark dark type with, yeah. does make a difference, yeah. uh, especially in terms of not being able to be prankstered, which is a thing that a yeah. lot of people always forget about. Um, oh yeah, I mean to the extent that I I forget which finals match I was watching. I I believe it was uh, NAIC's finals match. The opposing player forgot that prankster doesn't affect dark types. Like yeah, that is a mechanic that is so forgettable. It is, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, uh, would not weird, surprise like, me. Weird Arcanine type be well here, especially against like Thud yeah. Tornadus. You know, being a that's actually as common mm-hmm. as it is. Hisuian, Hisuian Arcanine is just it, bulky Arcanine, but we gave it rock type, so it's a little bit more bulky. You know, uh, I yeah. think it's just a, I think it's just good. It's just spamming good. rock slides guess, always good. Yeah, I just had a thought though. Well, mm. I, I wish we knew what other Pokemon will get what kind of immunities. Because, like, Electric is immune to Paralyzed, Fire is immune to Burn, mm-hmm. Grass is immune to, like, Powder and stuff. Yeah. Like, Dark is immune to Prankster. Like, what would the other types have immunity-wise? Uh, to think on. 
I don't know. See, you've got I don't know that, sand. I don't want, I don't want for every team ground and steel. I uh, think like I feel it'll happen eventually over time. It's like a power creep well, thing. But we used to have hail, like, but it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but yeah. ice got. I mean, ice just got its boost because it got. Yeah. You know, well, it's less of a hail, more like team. an innate an innate thing to that type, not well, something from like. Oh, okay. That's fair. Oh, I like, don't know I if we're gonna. We get, say, I don't know like, if we're gonna the, get there for everything because most of those are just status conditions, right? Yeah, that's fine. Like, even if they're all like essentially like, oh, psychic immune to like future sight and like. I kind of like. I kind of like not having one for every type because it makes them more unique. Yeah, but it's also I guess it works both ways. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get because like what does normal have? Normal is I guess you. I don't. don't, One weakness, one immunity. Yeah, I don't expect it. I don't. I don't don't expect hmm. like uh any of this I, like i don't expect to hit like singularity where every type is fitting in somewhere like there are going to be bad types and there's going to be good types and sure I, i'm okay with it that way and that's, yeah like i'm not do i want it to change completely i don't know i don't know if i want it to change completely because i think that's too complex but again i just think that's interesting an interesting thought that it's like what if mm-hmm. what would they be yeah, I think that could definitely be a tie because I have some thoughts that we could dive deeper into. Just like if it were to give it, what would they be? We're gonna we're gonna put a pin in it and we're gonna put it on the yes. sheet as a potential topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And but yeah. Uh. With that, uh, we've got Puckle's Pokey Quiz to go to, so we're gonna go quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to the trivia segment. Thank you to uh, the rules being read. We're going to jump right into it. Our first question is going to come from Umbreon 1080. Uh, reflect type was a move that was introduced in Generation 5. Uh, what Generation 1 move had the same effect as reflect type, but was changed to, in Generation 2 to have a different effect? Um, I am going to, I'm going to actually give you the description of said move, uh, so okay, that you know what I think it is. I know what it is. I think there's only one thing it could be, but I would I'm, like. I'm thinking dis- conversion. Yeah. Or conversion. Uh, reflect. To- yeah. Reflect. I don't remember which one reflect it is. type does. Uh, this is what reflect type does. The user reflects the target's type, making it the same type as the target. It's yeah. gotta be conversion two. Uh, and the move. Wait, the, no, no, with, with the move that was changed from Gen 1 to Gen 2. So in Gen yes. 2, it was changed. Oh, that used to have yeah, the... Oh, changed. wait, oh, wait probably, you're right. The one that has the same... As so, the, oh, yeah, it might be conversion then. Yeah, you're right. But you read the... What were you going to say, though, Thatcher? I was, was going to read the description for the move uh, after it changed. Um, after it changed? Okay. Yeah. It uh, changes the user's type to a known moves type. That, that would be conversion. now. Because conversion two yeah, is I think to conversion, do a especially if it changed from one to two and Porygon two with a Gen two, so they changed probably conversions. They probably changed what conversion did to conversion two. That's uh, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. So, 
I think, because I can't think of any other, the only, only other moves I think that change your type are, like, camouflage, and that was not also until, like, a way later gen. Yeah. That was definitely not gen 1 move. So I think conversion. Yeah, I could tell you that conversion's current one is the latter description that Thatch gave because that's what yeah, that's what made Porygon Z so popular in Gen Seven is when you use Z conversion, you get all the stat boosts, and then you change your type right. to like Ice or Ghost and just be able to spam Shadow Ball. Right. So it it is conversion. Conversion is correct. So you guys are one for one. Uh, your next question is uh, from Gus. In Pokemon Go, what's the only costume Pokemon whose stats are different from the base form of that Pokemon? I'm gonna... I assume we're gonna have to lean on Shark here. Ooh, yeah, but, uh, I don't know what the... Costume I don't Pokemon? Uh, uh, this was also a Pokemon that was promoting um, something very specific in the Pokemon franchise Would around... Would it be a Gen uh, 6 specific... No. No? No. Not in Gen 6? Okay. No. Well, that ruined the uh, costume it, it, This... Uh, this was, uh, this Pokemon was available in raids in, uh, July 2019, and then again in February of 2020. Oh, okay, hold on. It would, there was an, there was, there was a, uh, there was a thing that came out around that time. It would, okay, then it has uh, to be the, the, uh, oh, is it just one Pokemon? It is just one Pokemon. Uh, Shadow Mewtwo, oh, or not Shadow Mewtwo, it is the Mewtwo... Armor Mewtwo, I guess, is what it would be called. The one that is specifically oh. from the Pokemon, uh, the first movie evolution, the Netflix version. Uh, that is correct. Uh, it is Armored Mewtwo, uh, from from uh, the movie remake. Yeah, that's that like got it, rid that's of like, that got okay. rid of the Vikings joke. It got rid of the Vikings joke, which was upsetting. It and... is. Ups- it is very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to joke. imagine that that movie doesn't exist much in the same vein that uh, the movie uh, much in the same vein that Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee don't exist. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Thatcher, are you okay? Did you t- did you take something? I don't know. What are you talking, yeah, exa- what are you talking what, about? What are, what's Let's Go? What does this mean? Uh, I know. Let's, let's go, go to, Johto let's go 2024. Go to the <laughs> let's Pokemon uh, go to the pool. Stop. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll write <laughs> so your next question, you guys are two for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. This one's going to come from the Trivia Master Liger. Uh, it's Pokemon Ultra Moon entry reads, as it slashes into its enemies, it looks like it's dancing. Its elegant appearance has led so- to some to call it the most glamorous grass Pokemon. Leave that Pokemon. Uh, it, I, my other guess is Hisuian Lilligant. I'm good with Ultra Moon. Ultra Moon. Oh. I missed that. <laughs> this is like glamorous grass type cutting things. I don't think I can't think of anything other than a Levani. I'm good with that, honestly. Like I guess Lorantis could be, but I don't think Lorantis is like glamorous, like spin, like dancing. No, I don't I would, think yeah, glamorous. I, I would have thought of, uh, 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 Serena, but that doesn't cut things. So, uh, it doesn't slash. Yeah. I guess it can, I guess it can slash, but I, I don't I, know. I, uh, I'm good with Levani. I, I really I. My gut is telling me leave Annie, and I don't get very good gut read, not very good ones, but I don't get gut read on Pokedex entries very often. No, I'll take it. <laughs> so I, that's a good I'm, guess. I'm, I'm all for it. Let's rock it. Uh, leave is incorrect. Oh, uh, your second God. entry today, uh, it comes from Pokemon Scarlet, and it reads, oh. by masquerading as a bug Pokemon, it lowers the guard it's of actual ah. bug Pokemon, lured into the scent of it sweet flowers. Oh. It sickles, bring them down. 
Yeah, Lorantis. Lorantis is correct. Uh, I should have gone with the Pokemon from the game, but I leave Annie with too close. Uh, I mean, I, I don't blame you. It's pretty close. All right. Well, you guys are three for three. This question is your multiple answer question. You can get up to three points here. Uh, yeah, because I, I only have one option because I did not tell Liger that we were recording on Friday, uh, beforehand. Uh, we were stuck I with the, the question that I passed up last week. So this one is from Umbreon 1080. There are, uh, eight answers here. I'm going to tell you I only need four of them or not four of them, three of them. Okay. And I will give you, I will give you credit for that. Um, if you can name three of them, of course you do have your hint if you, if you're running the struggle bus. Um, but this says, uh, in Pokemon refresh, um, what are the eight Pokemon that cannot be fed Pokepuffs? Oh God. Which one is refresh? Is that Gen six? I believe six? that is it's Gen, Gen six. seven. Is no, Gen is seven. It, Pokemon it, refresh is, is Gen seven. Yes. Okay. Well, um, who doesn't have mouth? Based on the answers. I, yeah, who doesn't have mouth is what it is. I don't know what Pokemon count as that oh, is a God. thing. Belt. That's not a category I know off the top of my head are Pokemon who have mouth, who don't have mouth. Okay, let's just, I, my well, first. bug is a shape. First, first yeah. answer, Beldum <laughs> has no mouth, I think. It's just uh, you a, do get three strikes, by the way. Three strikes and you're out, right? It's just an eye. So okay. It's an eye leg thing. I'm. Cause I'm thinking like Magnemite, the Magnemite line is op would be possible, but I just uh I don't we're going with you said Beldum. I said Beldum first. Beldum, uh, yeah. yeah, Beldum is uh, incorrect. Okay. Um, I I have I have hints ready to go if you if you so choose, but uh, let's just let's, I'm just gonna shoot Magnemite because this will confirm if we're gonna be even have an option. Magnemite of is uh, also incorrect. All right, that is, yeah. uh, two strikes. I think we take the hint now. Uh, yeah. Six of the seven of these are bug types. What? Uh, I tried to drop the hint by saying bug is a shape, but... Uh, oh. Um, well, it's more the fact of... I don't oh, understand how it's that... it's gotta be... Uh, oh, shit. Okay, six of these? Six of seven Six are of these are bug, bug types. Bugs. Six, uh, six of the eight... Or seven of the eight, my bad. Uh, seven of the eight are, are bugs. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna... And the, the, there's a lot of middle evolutions in there. Okay, that's what I'm I was going at. I'm thinking here, I'm just gonna say them. I'm not gonna oh, guess them yet. It, I'm just gonna oh, say, I'm gonna count if I could get I six think, here. I've got Metapod, I'm Kakuna, be like Metapod, Kakuna, Silcoon, yeah, <sighs> Um, Spupa. Spupa. Well, Spupa has a mouth, though, but I feel like it could Spupa eat it. Spupa with but... an asterisk, then. Um... Uh, Levani, uh, Swadloon does have a mouth. Whirlipede. Yeah. Uh, probably not Whirlipede. Uh, uh, trying to think of any others. Not all of Whirlipede these are answers, might... by the way, but, uh. No, no, we're just, we're just kind of going through our. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's I any other like good, co- like, cocoons to, like, knock. Burmy, kinda. That's like a five asterisk. You're on the right path there. You're on the right, you're on the right path there. Yeah. Worm. No, uh, yeah, you want to start locking some in? You only need three of them, just, and I'm going to give you points. Let's do. Let's do. Let's. I think Metapod, Kakuna, Silk, or yeah, Metapod, Kakuna, Silkun, Cascoon. Uh, those four are correct, so we're going to give you full okay. credit uh, on that assignment. Okay. Um, th- those four are correct because they have no mouths and they're in cocoons. Uh, the to... uh, the other ones um, that you're missing here are uh, Pineco because ah, it's another bagworm. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, just not Pineco. have a mouth. Uh, uh, unsurprisingly, Shedenja. Oh, uh, that's fair. It's just a husk. Well. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, also, this is not a bug type. This is uh, uh, well, spupa. You didn't. You you uh, were about to say as well, but spupa counts. Uh, okay. And and the one not bug them. type in this is uh, Cosmoem. Okay, it's oh, a sleeping cocoon. So it's almost the it's same. I'm surprised that yeah, it. I get it. It just feels weird. Like ah oh, yeah, the things that don't actually have a mouth can eat, but the things that technically like spupa, I believe, does have a mouth <laughs> and it can't eat. Like yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh I right! It just, it just has a, it just has a little pocket there to store something. Maybe. I don't know. Well, you guys have six points now. You can go for seven here. This is uh, your last question, as always, is a uh, is a based at question. Um, and I believe this one comes from Liger because I don't have uh, a name that goes with it. But uh, what fairy type Pokemon has the lowest special defense of all fairy type Pokemon? Lowest special defense of fairy all fairy, fairy types. types. Azuril? Oh, oh god, it's probably Isidil. <laughs> like I'm thinking of a baby. I, like, I thought who the other two like, Igglybuff. He got, but uh, it's oh, not yeah, Igglybuff. No, Igglybuff and Clefa probably have like higher special defense. Yeah, I think I have a. If I remember, I think Azuril has like maybe 160 base, if not under that, like base total. That wouldn't shock me that special defense is like 30. Because I just looked up. What other, are there any other, there's no other baby, like, fairy, or Togepi. Togepi, but Togepi's definite not. Uh, Togepi and Cleffa aren't. I would consider Igglybuff, because Igglybuff has HP. Yeah, but I think it also has special defense. Zero like, has, like, higher, nothing. But I'm not sh- yeah, the thing is, Zero's, like, nothing. Mime Jr. has special defense. Oh, Mime Jr. I forget, gosh dang it. That's a fun fact. That's yeah, another yeah, psychic it, fairy it, I could have used in Pokédoku, but I didn't remember it. <laughs> uh, so was Mr. Mime, but I know Mr. Mime has special defense. So that's why I'm like, that's definitely not. Pretty sure it carried some of mm-hmm. that. Are there other random little fairies that are just like? I'm just trying to think of like, like Fido probably has more special defense. I I have to, I I just have to feel like it's a zoo roll. Then I I do too. I can't. I'm just I feel like I'm also missing something. Because, yeah, I just... I'm gonna need an yeah, answer. We'll just say, we'll say Azuril. Yep. Azuril is unfortunately incorrect. Yeah. Uh, the answer here uh, is gonna shock you based on your discussion. Um, it is actually Igglybuff. Ah, that's uh, the other one! Uh, uh, Buff has a uh, base stat of 20. The next lowest special defense of all fairy-type Pokemon is actually Jigglypuff <laughs> at 25. Oh. Uh... Followed up uh, oh. by Raltz with 35, and then uh, Cutie Fly, Azuril, and Impidimp, plus Snubble. Okay. Cutie, Cutie uh, Fly was what I, was, I think I was thinking uh, of. Cutie Fly was, was not like, a bad I'm thought. like, there was something, there was something tiny that I know was, like, weak. I just, but that was what I was thinking yeah, I should have thought fly. about Raltz for a second, too, but, you know. But that still yeah, gives you guys puff. six points today. Uh, yeah. That still gives you, that gives you six points. Like, that's nothing to sneeze mm-hmm. at. Um, and it, it does change up the standing. Well, maybe, I don't actually know. Um, I just say words. Don't lie to us. Yeah, yeah I don't know. You thought it might change things up, then now it has to change things uh, up. Uh, well, I mean, Shamu, you moved up. Uh, I moved up from, uh, 10th to 9th because there's no one in 9th. Well, there's no, <laughs> the lowest you can be in is 10th, but, uh, in first place, we have Seth Vilo with 38 points. In second, we've got Lydian with 36. In third, we have Shark with 34. In fourth, we have Whimsicott with 28. In fifth, Dr. Shamu with 26. Uh, in sixth place, we've got Yushiro with 23. Seventh, Arsigma with 22. So Blinds in eighth with 21. 
Mark is in ninth place with 20, like all within one point of each other. Uh, and then Claude's in last with 12 because it's Claude. It's fine. We still love him. Uh, yep. So it's still anybody's game. It's a race to 40. So, uh, I mean, Shark, Linian, or Seth can close it out here it very just, quickly. One of us just has to sign up. Sign up, uh, and it'll just be the world's hardest trivia questions that week. <laughs> Start yes, sending uh, them in oh, now. Liger will definitely save them. He will for you guys specifically. Like, if he knows you are on the show, he, oh, yeah, will, no, he doesn't get the harder ones on purpose. Pull it out. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to be it for Pokey Quiz this week. We're going to kick it on over now, guys, to the topic. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We have another review. This one is going to be from SpartanTHX117. Five stars, longtime listener. First, and the first time I've ever written a review for a podcast, I first started listening to your podcast when driving to meet my girlfriend on the weekends, when neither of us had to work. Since then, we've moved in together and become engaged. The both of us have been playing Pokemon since we were kids, and we have both listened to your podcast when traveling or working around the house together. We may not score too well on the quiz part, but we always enjoy the topics and conversation between the host and guests. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for that, and congrats on the engagement. If you would like your review read on the show, leave one, and it might be read. Until then, guys, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is uh, Pokemon Coliseum, as it is the 20th anniversary of Pokemon Coliseum. Not in the U.S., but in uh, Japan. It came out on November 21st, 2003, and uh, it came out in North America not too long afterwards, actually, like March 22nd, uh, 2004. Yeah, March 22nd, May 20- May 14th in Europe. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, I... I'm actually, uh, yeah, that's, that's actually not that bad. I actually remember Pokemon Coliseum being announced in Nintendo Power and being super hyped for it as a kid. Um, it, I have opinions about Pokemon Coliseum nowadays because, uh, I've tried to stream it once or twice. Um, and I just, I, I think like kid me definitely thinks this is a better game than adult me does. Oh yeah, because it's like that first real edgy title. You've got you're you're like a cool main character who's stealing Pokemon from bad guys. And- I I think no, I think the concept is actually really good. I think the concept of Pokemon Coliseum is fantastic. 
Um, I think the execution of Pokemon Coliseum is part of the problem. Uh, like the purification process is, it's, so this was, man, I, I need to like talk to Tamashi Hiroka because she and I have very similar opinions about almost all things Pokemon. Um, and Gen 3 was like the worst time to be alive in Pokemon because, uh, they were very anti you renting the game in Gen 3. Um, and so every game to be able to complete it, they made an incredibly long process. Yeah. So for example, in, in Pokemon Coliseum, to be able to trade a Pokemon to Ruby and Sapphire, I believe you had to purify, you had to purify the Pokemon. Did you have to purify all the Pokemon or just that Pokemon? Um, I think you just had to purify that Pokemon. Um, but you also had to complete the game too on top of that. Yeah, you had to complete the game, which was honestly really hard. You had to beat the game and then purify whatever Pokemon, and I, th- like, yeah, and it was, purifying is insanely hard in Coliseum. They did fix that in Gale of Darkness, but in Coliseum it was brutal, because the only way you could do it was via battling, essentially. Yeah. You had to use them all, and there's no, there's no real good, easy way to train some of these Pokemon later on. Yeah. Like, you're, you're against high, high-level opponents, if anything, and, like... It, you can go through only so much of the game until you get to a point of where you're you're in co- constant like post game fights where you can definitely like make it work, but it's all it's rough like because you want them to be active because they will go if you get them to the fever pitch, which was like their their rage mechanic of like oh your Pokemon's really really angry, it's just gonna do whatever it could do whatever or it could crit with its uh, shadow rush attack and yeah, and you want to call it to like reduce the bar, but the thing is shadow Pokemon don't. They gain EXP, but they don't gain levels. So you'll have a level 21 Shadow Pokemon, I guess, like level 50s, and it's just going to get one shot because it's it's so low level. So I guess I have a question for both of you. Oh, well, Shamu, you're a little bit younger than us. How old were you when Coliseum came out before I, I go on uh, further? Like, roughly. I got I to gotta do math. <laughs> I was middle school age. I definitely did not. Oh, I was ever play it. I like I played it a little bit. I never like just kind of like at a friend's house. I never actually got the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. But it was definitely like just cool. Obviously, looking at it, and I've like watched let's plays of it now. And have you have you ever actually played it, Shark? Uh, just a little bit as a kid, but that. Oh, so you've never actually played Pokemon Coliseum? Not truly. No, not experienced some of the things that I've heard and seen on this game, which it like such as Mount Battle. This is why you have fonder memories of it than I do. Uh, <laughs> actually, I okay, so um, while Shamu's doing math. I think I was in, like, I think I was in elementary school still. Yeah, you had, well, for sure. I think I was in, like, sixth grade. I was in, like, sixth grade, so. Or actually, seventh grade. I was seventh grade. Yeah, no, cause I think, because I think I was, like, nine, if I remember from doing my math right. That's not probably about right-ish. Okay, yeah, because I think I was about 13. I was about 13. I was 13, I think, when it came out, so... Uh, I did get that Jirachi bonus disc, though. Pew pew. I have that, too, yeah. That was the one thing I... I've got some of the old pre-order things that are so cool. Yeah, that was actually one of the cooler ones. The gold... The I think I still have my Diamond and Pearl stylus somewhere. The, the Ruby and Sapphire coins. Yep, I remember all this. Those were cool. The, the question I guess I have for both of you... Yeah. Uh, looking back on that now and looking at it today, how do you feel about the more adult aesthetic that it went for? The more adult tone i'm gonna say tone i'm not gonna say themes because the theme isn't really that adult it's just more uh it's just, the theme is hey you're a former team snag member i enjoyed it like i still kind of 
I think it's interesting, still. It's a different take. Like, I, I'd like to see some of these different takes on this thought, even if it's not, like, a main game, but, like, a side game that's kind of like this. I enjoy the different take. It's a breath of fresh air. Even Exegale Darkness felt a little less so, but it was still interesting, because it's, like, a whole... You've got this different mechanic, essentially, than most Pokemon games, of where you can catch wild Pokemon in Gale of Darkness, but it's, like... Yeah, kind of, but yeah. This is one of those games where you have... You you can. It's still a a very limited selection, but you can get other Pokemon. This is a, a game of, like... Here's, like, this pool of, like, 30 Pokemon. There's more, I think. I think it's, like, 50. Mm-hmm. But, like, we'll say 30 Pokemon for your playthrough. Pick and choose and deal with it. Which is not something you get very often. Because even in the beginning, you usually get to choose something, but you don't. You really don't get to choose Pokemon. You're stuck with two evolutions, which is fine. Most people don't have a problem with that. Especially these two. These are yeah top Pokemon out there. People, like... And they're better... Like, they're one that people have trouble with getting sometimes, too. So it's, like, here's for collectors, whatever. Mm-hmm. You gotta beat the game still, but, you know, but... I think it was a fine game still, you know? Like, yeah, there's problems, of course. I'm not gonna say there aren't. But, like, as just a pl- me wanting to play it and not trying to, like, trade back and forth. Sure. I don't have a problem with it. Like, in, in post-game, trying to trade something away is going to be a pain, of course, because of the purification. But, like... Yeah. Most likely, I don't really... That doesn't bother me, just the generic player, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to transfer every single thing out of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... So, but I think, I think the game was still fine. It still holds up to a degree, and I know there's, um, there's some harder versions out there, too. Part of, also part of the story is ruined for me because of, uh, Jello Apocalypse had a video on this where they dubbed over everything, and they just ruined the game entirely. <laughs> oh, I can imagine so. If you want to watch that, there's, there's yeah. two episodes of it. There's supposed to be a third one, but I don't think it's been released, or I don't know what's up with it. But mm-hmm. they're, they're like half an hour each, long each. It's, it's great. It's, oh my god. Uh, so what about you? What about you, Shark? Like, how, how do you feel about the tones? I think that I think it, it's good to have just like a little bit of this darker tone, just because it's something. It's just not. I mean, obviously, Pokemon's kind of shifted away from that a little bit, but it's like, yeah, it's kind of interesting to have like the shadow Pokemon, like you know, being the darker evil ones, and you're trying to be there to try to purify it. The idea of like, okay, you're you're an ex bad guy. You're stopping kidnappers from taking this random girl, and then. You're like stealing all the bad po- like the shadow Pokemon away from them. Like that's like a kind of a fun like twist to the the idea that I like. I appreciate having something like the like slightly more adult, not like totally, but like it's a bit there. I kind of like like I like that idea of it for sure. I I think it's I think it's as dark as Pokemon could probably go reasonably. I want more Shadow Pokemon back in the mainline games. I like it. Like, it was kind of an interesting in Go, but I would like it back in a mainline game. I I would like it back, too. I don't know. I think they can go a bit darker, because part of me feels that, like, Scarlet and Violet had some moments that were much darker than Colosseum in general. Like, Arvin's line feels- like, Arvin's story feels- Arvin's story is- definitely it's dark in a different way i don't know this is like more over this is definitely this is more gritty if anything the tone they went for in coliseum was 1000 percent early 2000s edge a thousand percent and it fit perfect with the time oh 1000 percent. i do not disagree yeah it would fit perfect with the time. i don't think they could redo everything in coliseum but i feel they can go a little they can go a little darker in certain aspects and not in the others like mm-hmm tone certain things down, go a bit further in that way or this way, but, like, they've definitely done some kind of darker things now, so I feel like they could, uh, they could definitely do something with it if they went back to it. An angle I wanted to take on this today, uh, when Shirk brought up the the anniversary, is if we were to 
bring this back considering modern Pokemon. Uh, I guess the question is, what do we think there's a vehicle for that now or should we make something different? Is that like what form do you think a modern Pokemon Stadium will make or Coliseum, not Pokemon Stadium, would take? Uh, Because I... I personally don't know that anything like you want to like a big curveball would be like Pokemon Legends or could you imagine that Um, that would that would be like the biggest curveball ever. Oh, geez, that would be that would be insane. I would be down for that, but that would be insane. Wouldn't that be that would be one such a callback because that of all the Pokemon regions or it's just kind of been forgotten uh, and never discussed. It, it is based on the United States. It's based on the uh, the Western United States. Mm hmm. Uh, which would be interesting to see uh, that in the relation to Unova. Uh, I, though, to be fair, I think they are kind of hyping us up for some kind of like Pokemon Johto type deal that's going on. But uh, I, I w- like I wouldn't be surprised if we just got like Heartgold Soul Silver remakes. I I could see that. Yeah. In terms of having like the double style gameplay, like I definitely think that could hold up with VGC being the primary vehicle to competitive play. Oh, for sure, for sure, hundred percent. Given what they've done, like, given what, first of all, this game actually has pretty good AI in terms of just being able to, like, execute, like, the very early stage, you know, double strategy, such as, like, weather or, like... Oh, yeah, no, they they will, yeah. Even, like, earthquake spam, like, protect earthquake-like strategies, having that vehicle... Oh, we gotta, if we're gonna talk about the double strategy, we need to go to the end of the game with the final boss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with skill swap, slacking, slow king with against slow slow king with skill swap with slacking. Yeah, I remember that. And they do, and they pull it off. Like I never, I don't think I actually fought that, or if I did, I didn't. Even, it never happened to me in my playthrough. But like seeing that in post, I'm like, oh, that's what that does. That's what that's there for. Oh my god! And it's like the team is scary. It's like you got like a. It's just it's a lot of strong Pokemon, but then also that, and that doesn't help. <laughs> like. Oh yeah, no. Like having the like, good early double strategy and seeing what they're doing with now with some of the battle tower stuff and specifically yeah. you have BDSP that like or how they've done like their kind of end game battles and what they did in the DLC of Scarlet Violet with the you know the Kaka- Kitakami you know Ogre Clan like they have some fairly dedicated harder strategies. That I'm like, I could see like that could definitely carry through if they were to do that again. I think what I would like to see is if we either get a new game or a remake. If we get a remake, I'd like to see them rehash the fights to a degree. But I could see that how I how I view Let's Go is like they are your first Pokemon game. I could see this as a primer to VGC. Here's your first like experience of VGC in a story game, essentially in a mainline game, in a way. And have, like, bare minimum, comp like, combos. Like, oh, here's this trainer early on that's got a plusle and a minin. What do they do? Well, it's got plus and minus. Here you go. And you kind of, like, little weird little interactions like that of, like, here's a fire type with, like, flash fire. And here's, like, a water type with storm drain. Yep. Here's Politoed next to Ludicolo. Or here's Ludicolo setting red dance for Ludicolo. Dancing with Ludicolo. Showing off some of the very, the very bare minimum of, like, double strats and i could see that as a thing of like getting people they could do that as a means to get people into bgc so uh i i agree with this i I don't think it's a terrible um idea as as a way to do things so i i guess the question that's more natural to follow up uh would be something more along the lines of uh uh how uh how do you think they could 
put this together, like, what would a modern Pokemon Coliseum look like? Is it going to be uh, a spinoff game or is it going to be something more akin to what we already have? Um, I, I think that's kind of the question. That, that's what I wanted to get at to. Grant, granted, this discussions. I would, I would lean spin it. I would still lean spin off. Like, I'd like it to be a mainline in a way, but I know they would never do it at the mainline because it would just probably, you'd piss off a lot of people. And like, I don't, I also don't know if I'd actually want it at the mainline in reality. I'd like my single battles, but I could easily see this as a spin off. I think it's, it's gonna be as mainline. I think it could be only as mainline as PLA is the mainline. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. No, no, that, that's kind of the vein I would see it in, right? Like, uh, I, I, because at this point, I don't think, well, and I don't think we're ever gonna, like, Nintendo's never gonna bring this back to us. I, I think. Like, if they do, I, I will be genuinely surprised if we ever get Pokemon Coliseum back. I'll be, yeah, I'll be shocked if we get another game at Ore. It'd be nice, but I don't think we'll ever get it. I, I don't even think we'll ever get that remake or, or even just like a virtual console. I think, I, I, I think we could get a virtual console maybe, and I think that would, if depending on what happens with a virtual console release would depend on if it if it gets thought of for re like another version of it or something like that you know that would it would deter- that would determine if it gets produced or not honestly the fact that you can't really transfer pokemon till post game anyway i think this is the perfect virtual console game i i don't disagree with you i just don't think it's going to happen you know what i mean I, i'm not saying it will either but i'm saying like if they if I, I think Virtual Console is more likely than a full-on remake at the moment, but if, like, if, if it gets to, like, Virtual Console and they realize, oh, us putting this on Virtual Console got a bunch of people to subscribe to our thing or buy it, and they see those numbers, they might go, hmm, maybe we should think about production on A, a remake, or B, a new version or something, you know, or think about, like, let's just sell a double pack for, like, 60 bucks. People will probably buy it, like, I probably would buy it, to be honest, which feels bad, but, you know, that's, like... If I can play it on new gen hardware and not have to deal with like hooking up an old GameCube and all that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, and especially if like you could transfer them to newer games if you wanted to hunt those things down, assuming they would work. You know, hey, it gives you a chance to get a Lugia in the Ho Oh. I I think well, the Ho Oh is a whole other thing, but Ho Oh isn't Ho Oh is hard, but it's it's harder. Yeah. To be fair, I kind of like that though. Like I. I, I don't know. I miss things like that. The ho uh I, I'm not sure how many people are familiar with that, but... I do miss the very secret, like, uh, the secret, like, here's this treasure, like, here's your reward for doing everything. So, so there is, there is technically a ho that is obtainable in Pokemon Coliseum, if people are not aware. I can read it. <laughs> it is just not, it is not, like, it is not easy, because I think you have to purify every single Shadow Pokemon. You have to use a team of Pokemon that are in the game you can't like uh because they, they had a mount battle that you could like play with your team on cart um but you could also have them come from the rpg story as well and you have to clear all 100 battles in mount battle and then they'll just like give you a ho you i you, you so yeah like you have to essentially have you registered your party of six from the scenario mode which is the story I love how bad the uh, the OT is for that ho by the way, in English at least. Like, the English is just horrible. Maddle. Oh. Maddle. For Mount Battle, it's Maddle. Mm-hmm. Love it. Because we only got six characters. You can either do Mount Battle as the 1v1 or the 2v2, though. No, you can't do either one, but it does have to be Pokemon from the story. Yeah, you can't, you can't use your- Yeah, no, you have to use Pokemon in from the game that are purified, I think. Well, you can, you can like trade, I think you can trade Pokemon in, but it, but it has to be from the save, that save file. Yes. To do it. 
Something like that, yeah. That that is what has to happen. But yeah, no, and it's just like you'll you'll like do all that and then it just pops in your PC. It's nuts. It's so much. Lugia is just like you catch it normally and you just have to purify it, I think every Pokemon to be able to purify it. The uh the Lugia is different. Well, I know at least that it's slightly different. You have to ha- think No, there's like so like so I don't know if it has to be everything else purified, but they're the machine. They're the purification machine, and you have to have it on, like, perfection, like, the perfect, like... Yes, you have to have it, you have to set it, you have to- Mode to purify everything, and then it'll work. It doesn't, you don't have to purify everything, but you have to have a perfect circuit, essentially. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. You have to have a perfect circuit to be able to purify it. Um, which, like, as a kid, I was so into optimizing those circuits anyway, that I ended up just having them by the time I caught Lugia. <laughs> And I just put it in there. I was like, oh, it's purified now, I guess. Uh, Shadow Lugia, the coolest, the coolest design of all Pokemon. Oh, wait, I forgot these were, oh, oh, I forgot purification wasn't too bad in Coliseum. I forgot about these. You could buy items to, to do it, like the massages or whatever, but like. Yeah, you can buy items. Uh, there's a sense, yeah, and I remember them doing a chunk. They're like 1200 for the best one. Yeah, and some of them were still pretty rough though. Like, even if you did that, it was, uh, in terms of in-game currency, it was still take a while, of course, but like it wasn't as bad as for for something like uh, I think I think the the ones that were particularly bad were like Metagross and then uh, all the legendary beasts. Yeah, the high, the very like high-end things were really rough. Yeah, they're very terrible. Like even with the incenses, just put a rubber band on your controller and have it lock in place, and just slowly get it. Go do something else. Come back to it later. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I forgot the sense were in there. Like, I thought, th- I knew they were in XD Gale Darkness, but... Pokemon, Pokemon, Colise- Pokemon Coliseum itself is, like, XD Gale of Darkness fixes a lot of things, but it takes away a lot of things at the same time. Like, it's not as, it's not as gritty, uh, in terms of, like, tone. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it I, yeah, I, it, mechanically, it fixes a lot of things. Like, I would love to have the mechanics of XD Gale of Darkness in Pokemon Coliseum, if that makes sense. Like, I'd rather have that. That that would be my perfect game, just because Coliseum itself is such a slog, and I wish it wasn't a slog. I would, I'd be, I'd love like, uh, like a third follow-up game to this, though, like a sequel to everything, because Gale of Darkness was supposed to be a sequel to, uh, yeah, to Coliseum. But I think literally the only character, like, there's a couple of characters that overlap. Like, I think Duking in Pyrite Town. Duking overlaps. Uh, yeah, some of like the random things trainer. Uh, Duking and Mir B and Mir B. And Mir B. Yeah, Mir B. The best character. The best character. Uh, I think a couple other random support people do. Um, cause I think, like, the, the- It's not many. It's not many, though. It's- No, it's not many. I think the, like, the Children Information Network, they cross over, and I think they grow up. Well, yeah, cause they're older. Yeah, cause it's just, like, X number of years past. They don't really- It's, like, nondescript number of years past. You can't forget about Ryder West, whatever his name is. Mr. Lanoon Zigzagoon guy. He's still there. Oh, yeah, he's still there. His name's not West, it's something else. I know who you're talking about, though. Oh, no, West is the trainer, the main trainer name, but yeah, it's, uh... I do love- I do- I do love Mir B. Mir B is great. Mir B is, like, the best person of the whole thing. No, that's, like, one of the craziest characters that they've ever made. In all of Pokemon, I'm so sad that we kind of just have just relegated him to a funky side game. It's very disappointing. I didn't expect to be on Cerebi and find a full-on walkthrough via text. No, no, uh, so Cerebi used to do, like, text walkthroughs. Yeah, I just didn't ex- I didn't expect to find this. 
It's a relic of the old internet. Yep. Why get rid of it when it's fine? Yeah. That's what the internet used to do. Like, we used to just... And that's what I used to use. I used to use those things. Yeah, no, we all, we all used to use those. We used to use, like, text walkthroughs, uh, which was terrible because, like, uh, it was before, like, Control-F worked well as well. I wonder... I don't know if we'll... <laughs> I don't know if we'll... I don't know if we'll get another, uh... The company still exists. I'm just doing some research of random things now looking at this. Oh, Gina, Gina Sonority? Uh, yeah, Gina Sonority was working on Pokemon games for a while, actually. It does all the spinoff games. Pretty much any spinoff game, it does. Pokemon uh, Shuffle? It did Pokemon Shuffle, I think. Yes, yes. So, Coliseum was their first, then Gale of Darkness, Troze, Battle Revolution, then they take a break for five years, and they come back with Learn with Pokemon Typing Adventure. I- I'm skipping some other random things, but these are the Pokemon ones. And then the 2014 Battle Troze, 15, Shuffle, 2020, Cafe Mix. <laughs> so I think they're- I- I- yeah. Oh God, they make cafe mix. Yeah, they're they're under the the, the strap of um, we're we're making the sh- the mobile shovelware games. Yeah. Well, they they got they got put there after Gale of Darkness, which is very frustrating. Yeah, they've done some other minor things, but really, no, they have. It's basically they're just kind of that they're they're behind Denpa Men, but yeah, like I w- I would love like a Pokemon Battle Revolution style of game again too. I would. I I I do miss the. I, I wish we could get new models, but, like, keep the animations. Like, I, I miss Kangaskhan. Kangaskhan's animation still brings me joy. The the old animations were pretty good. I... Yeah. I I do miss... I do I do just miss, like... I don't know. Having Pokemon Battle Revolution just felt really good. It was nice. It was fun to, like, go to every once in a while. And, like, I just want to play fight some trainers. The, the problem is, like, we're, we've, like, hit singularity with the handheld console uh, being also the home console now. Because part of the magic, especially of Battle Revolution, was that, like, your DS was your controller for that game. Well, I think it was, like, putting my game on my, that was in my hand, held onto the big screen, but you can do that with a Switch now. That was the big call, was, like, you essentially do that. Yeah, I just wish there was, like, I like the, the idea of a hub game, and I really love the idea of having a Battle Revolution. I, I've said this so many times on this show, because that's what Coliseum was. Coliseum was intended just to be, like, Pokemon Stadium successor as well. Yeah. Which it was. You could, you could battle your Pokemon on the big screen at, uh, on Pokemon Coliseum. Uh, they just didn't have many games. Instead of many games, you just had a full fledged RPG. That is one thing I did like was just a fun thing like that. And you could still, I could still see you like have a way to do it. It would just be rough, you know. They they also give you access to a lot of Pokemon that you were missing at the time. Oh yeah, it was also part of the uh, hero. Let's complete the Pokedex or let, let you be able to complete the Pokedex with like less games. To be fair, you didn't need you don't need Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness to be able to complete the Pokedexes in uh in gen 3 uh they do i believe significantly speed it up yeah they do because if you don't use coliseum i think you have to play fire red leaf green three times i think because you have to have all the johto st- uh pokemon that's what coliseum basically was it's like your johto fill in the start yeah it made the starters easily yeah cause i think how do you get the starters yeah because it gave you the starters because the only way to get the starters in the uh in like without coliseum the johto starters was it like full dex completion you had to do full na- you had to do full Hoenn Dex completion in Emerald, only in Emerald. Yeah. Um and you would get to pick one. Yeah, so you'd have to do this three times in a row essentially to get them all. You had to do this three times to get all of the Pokémon, which is kind of insane. Yeah. It's it was rough. Yeah. This was that's the big thing where the gen three starters having a way to at least get them and breed them down and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was uh what was really frustrating actually at the time 
that Pokemon Coliseum came out is that Ditto did not yet exist um, in in Gen 3 because it came out before Fire Red Leaf Green came out. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't have access to Ditto. And so, I mean, and we didn't actually have Eevee in Gen 3 at the time either. Mm-hmm. So uh, you start with Umbreon and Espeon and you just kind of had to cross your fingers and hope one of them was female yeah. to be able to get the rest of the Eevee illusions. Actually, are they able to be female? I believe... I, I'm looking at the actual Bulbapedia page, and they have male symbols by both of them, so I don't even think you could breed it. No, they're both 100% male. Did they lock them? Oh, never mind. Yeah, Therabee had them both locked as well. Oh my god. Never mind then. That's just wrong. So you'd had to wait for Ditto, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't even get Eevee. You could only get Espeon Umbra. That is so funny and sad. Isn't that frustrating? Yeah. <laughs> It's incredibly frustrating. I mean, is it better than Dexit? I don't know, but... <laughs> so Gen 3 was the original Dexit. True. It was, though, yeah. <laughs> like, the Dexit we have now is nothing in comparison of... Like, I was kind of hoping... I was kind of... The only issue I have with Dexit now is that they aren't doing what they did in Gen 3, <laughs> I think. where Because, uh, like, back then, like, they were obviously fleecing us for money. Um, But I'm a kid, so I don't really have control over that. Uh, now I I do have control over that, and they can. It's Pokemon. I they, I will let them fleece me for money. <laughs> like I don't even like Furfru, but I want it back. You know. Yeah, can we get Furfru back? I I need it for reasons. Uh, as far as we know, we do not get Furfru back. Well, I think actually. No, wait, no, it's uh, it's the forms that are paying. That's what it was. I can get Furfru. Can't do the forms though. That's what it is. Yeah, because when you transfer the forms from previous games, uh, from uh. You have to transfer it from Go, and you can't get it. You can't transfer into Go, so. I, I think Pokemon Coliseum was a good time and a good concept. I think some of the things were poorly executed. I would love to see something like this come back. I, I think that's, like, personally, right now, I think we should... Man, it, it, my dream for Pokemon Day... Uh, and I'm, we're going to talk about this uh, in a couple months anyway. Like, my dream predictions for Pokemon Day 2024 are that, uh, one... Uh, they announced a Harkle Soul Silver remake, and then two, they announced like Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Legends Johto. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we gotta have something coming out next year, so whatever it is, hopefully it's a good one. And I think going Unova, everybody's like, oh, it's Unova. Look at the games; they're really pushing Unova. And I think if you flip that coin, uh, we get we get uh, Johto, um, because Kitakami is very Johto esque. Um, and on top of that, if you look at the uh, sets of legendaries that are getting Paradox forms. It's uh, it's not just Gen Five; it's also Gen Two. I I just saw that uh, there are e-reader Shadow Pokemon. Yes, uh, those were J- Japanese exclusives, which was very frustrating. And so, if you have a Japanese copy of Pokemon Coliseum, it's not like they were. It's not that there were anything super special. I think other than maybe moves, but like because you can get these Pokemon other. Uh, Scizor Scizor was interesting at the time because um, so the Pokemon that you see there that were well, one the Togepi is not that exciting. It's, it's Togepi, Mareep, and then Seedor. Because the thing is, you can get Flaffy and Togetic in the mainline game anyways. Togetic is harder, but you can get it. Uh, Toga- no, you can't get Mareep, though. Or, uh, no, you can get Flaffy. You can get Flaffy, though. You're correct. You can get Flaffy. Yeah, that's why. Like, the first two don't matter much because they're the evolved form you can just, like, breed down. Uh, but the other one is also Scizor. Scizor was, uh, Scyther was not available at the time either in, uh... Yeah, no, Seedor is, like... Like, f- like, the... If you remember that this game existed before Fire Red and Leaf Green, it feels very messed up. Like, <laughs> like it's 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 very messed up how how bad it's, how bad it is because it, it's just like oh hey you want all these Pokemon that you can't have anyway. I think this came out like a full like six months before Fire Red and Leaf Green, by the way. 
um, which is terrifying to me. Oh, it just even dawned on me, this, like, when you're talking about all these Pokemon, you have the one thing that this game was also very useful for, which is the Ribbon Master quest, where if you want to get every ribbon on every Pokemon in every game... Uh, that's where a lot of people start with it. Yeah, you have to... It has to be a Pokemon from this game. It has to be a Pokemon for this game because you get a you get a ribbon for uh, purification that can only be one of these forty eight Pokemon. Uh, granted, I think it could be, I think it could be one of the Pokemon as well from uh, Gale of Darkness. Yeah, you. Ha- it looks like I have the list here of least up through. Actually, is it all the way include these? I uh, will double check it. But right now, the list of Ribbon Master Pokemon is down to fifteen. Where Colosseum itself is Sudowoodo, which I think is the probably your staple one scissor using e-reader what what is it that what is it that like prevents certain ones from doing it pokemon not available in a gen with ribbons galar i think it's probably galar and hisui i think and paldea i think oh galar p galar and pla galar and pla and then man uh yeah okay yeah that's those that are because you have to be you have to be able to go into all those games and I think Galar really took a lot of them out because you couldn't, because, you know, that was the first Dexit. So you have to, the best Ribbon Masters left are Sudowoodoo, Scizor, Heracross, Sneasel, Pilliswine, and then Gale of Darkness, you can get, I guess, Swinub, Scyther, Snorlax, Ralts, Duskull, Snowrunt, Chansey, Magneton, uh, Golduck, and Volpix. So the, a couple of those are even duplicates-ish. Though I think the funniest thing is if you did River Master for Cleavor, you could technically go and do that, which is kind of fun. That sounds fun. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll suffer and do that at some point. Honestly, if Shuckle was still an option, I probably would do it for that. But yeah, I think Shuckle right now. I think right now Shuckle. I think Shuckle used to, but oh no, no, it couldn't go in PLA. Shuckle's not in PLA. It used to be for sure. It can't go in PLA. Womp womp. What river do you get in PLA? Oh god, there's one ribbon. It's the pioneer ribbon. It's like one ribbon, and I think you just get it for going. Oh, it's just you have to take a picture of it. Oh well, oh wait, you just have to prepare the Pokemon. Oh, it's basically where you go to the photo studio. You don't even have to take the picture, but you just have to go in there with your Pokemon. And you get the Hisui Rouge uh ribbon. Yep, there's ninety-three ribbons you can get with po- like doing this challenge, so I, I don't know, like, part of me, if I was going to do it at this point, is just, it's not really the, uh, the ribbon challenge that I'm worried about. Um, it's the, it's the get, like, I don't want it the maximum, I don't want all of the ribbons, I want all of the ribbons that Pokemon can get. You know what I mean? That's what I would want. I, I think that's the way we're going to have to rephrase this challenge after Gen 10 happens. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's l- like, up until the point where they stop, like, where there's no more that can. I mean, you still... Yeah, because like, even though, Sh- like, Shuckle can't get up all of them anymore, but I'd still probably do it the maximum that Shuckle could get. Yeah, the maximum that Shuckle can do. Exactly. And Cleavor does sound actually fun. I just don't know. I- I'd probably do Cleavor just to do it. Uh, I- can you do de- can you do Cleavor? You technically could do Scyther all the way up to Gen 8. Oh, yeah, because Scyther, yeah, Scyther is in, uh, Scyther's in uh, Gale of Darkness. Yep, that's how you do it. You have to do Gale of Darkness for that one. I think Cleaver would be a funny one. That's kind of why I want to do it. Because it's a fa- like, is there anything else? What else? There- Nothing else evolves into any new forms anymore. Yeah. Because you have to do regular Vulpix, uh, Storlaxes. You could have- Unless we ever get something that lets a change a form. But, like, 
you could do Gallade, which is con- which is semi interesting, but the issue is that you would have to do the Gen three stuff with the gar- with the Kirillia, which is kind of rough. But the- specifically, all the Battle Tower stuff—that's the hard part. Because yeah, that's that's where most of the Revens are. Colosseum is an interesting beast. I think uh, I don't want to go on too much farther because we're just going to spiral. But the uh, I do I do think it's a fun game. I would love to know what everybody else thinks of Colosseum. Do you think it's a good game? Do you think it's a bad game? Do you think we should get it back? Do you think we should get a new game in this? Uh, let us know at PucklePodcast.gmail.com. But I I love this discussion. It was great. Um, I am looking forward to uh, to seeing what everybody else has to say. So that's it for our topic this week. Um, and I am going to kick us on over then to our Pokemon of the episode. So let's... Uh, Kick it on over there, and we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 272, Ludicolo, the carefree Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sapphire entry reads, Upon hearing an upbeat and cheerful rhythm, the cells in Ludicolo's body become very energetic and active. Even in battle, this Pokemon will exhibit its amazing amount of power. Do 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 That song Yeah, that song is permanently burned into my brain. Uh permanently burned into my brain. But yeah, uh, Ludicolo is a cool Pokemon, though. Uh, it is. It is. I mean, it does get uh, Swift Swim competitively, so that's uh, worthwhile. Yeah. Right. Uh, Randish Swift I, Swim are both good. Ludicolo EX when uh, is the uh, <laughs> not for a while. Uh, I wonder if we'll get one when we finally get like the DLC TCG sets. We probably. I could see us doing that. We have to deal with the whole paradox. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like ter- if there's like a Terra Ludicolo. I could see Terra Ludicolo Terra. Terra Please Shiftry. be, yeah, it's gotta be Terra Water. Ooh, ooh, uh, what would, we, what, would you, what would you do for Ludicolo? Terra Water, you said? No. Probably Terra, I would do Terra Water if it's just because the fact it is, you know, Lud- it's Ludicolo, it's rain-themed. Most yeah. Ludicolo, uh, not all Ludicolo. But no, Terra they Fire just, would they, be funny. They just, they've just been picking, like, sake. they've just been picking random types, if Well, if I'm thinking anything. with, like, Shifter, you do Terra Normal to revert, like, to show flying. And I'm just trying to think, like, what you would do is, like, Ludicolo, and I guess, like, maybe Fire. I guess fi- like, Fire would be cool. Fire fire would be funny. Yeah, just make it instead know. of water, instead of a rain one, it's a sun one. It has Weather Ball as its attack. <laughs> like, low stage attack. Uh, make it, no, um, yeah, Fire type, but have it have, like, Water Energy for the attack to give, like, just, another, another Ice Q-esque thing. I just mm-hmm. want Ludicolo to have a not just like standard TCG card. I feel like Ludicolo or- earns <laughs> deserves that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we, ha- we actually much. we actually haven't had a Ludicolo card since uh, Evolving Skies. Yeah, because the last one we had was the one that did a hundred damage for the turn upon evolution. That is the only one that is uh, that is the only one that is currently legal. Is the one from Evolving Skies? Yeah. With the enthusiastic wow. dance ability. When you use I want us to get another Terra Dragon. Give us a Terra Dragon so I can break it. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may use this ability. During the, this turn, your basic Pokemon's attacks do 100 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. I don't think we're going to get yeah. a Terra Dragon until uh, you know, we're in G-Block now. H or I-Block. It won't be for the next... It won't be until the next set of stuff, but like... Yeah. 
I I want one. Can like I would like one. It won't be able. To, it, it won't be able to interact with. Uh, it won't be able to uh, interact. It would actually. That. No, 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 no. Like it, they just won't make one that exists while Reggie Drago's in rotation. They gave like, us Noivern. Noivern's busted us out. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> but it's not uh, Terra. It's not a Terra. We also did. We did get a Terra Dragon. It's just not a different shifted one. Yeah. We have Dragonite. It's just bad. Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. It, it was flat out bad. It's like two fifty. It was like one twenty plus one twenty on a coin flip, and if you fail, mm-hmm. you just don't attack. It's like what? I think that it's also. So bad. I think also doing it makes it bad, uh, or it might make it too good, because point of a lot of the dragon type Pokemon in the TCG, it's just no is, weakness, no resistance. Well, it's no weak. It's no weakness, no resistance. But they typically take two energy types to attack. Yeah. Uh, and what? Yeah, so it usually takes two energy types to attack, and I think if you, like, made Ludicolo turn dragon, it might just be like, oh, here's water energy for Ludicolo, or here's grass energy for Ludicolo, instead of both. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, it'd be, well, that's what they would do, and that's, I think that's fine, because you're not playing a dragon full dragon deck, you're just your capstone's dragon. And yeah. even then, with a Pokemon like Ludicolo, I don't see an issue with making it water grass. It's both of its types. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, that's, that's if you're fair. playing the deck alone, too, it's that's your... Fair. If you're really, if you're gonna make it and then play the deck, if it's good enough to play on its own, you're willing to play that, pay that two energy if that attack is good enough. Yeah, yeah. It would, it would, it would be more. Drago already is cheating all that anyway. There's no issue for it to cheat anymore. You know, like <laughs> I in that love case this gif of the Ludicolo sprite from Black and White. <laughs> I know. I was watching that up, too. I'm just it like showed up and I'm just right like, this is to it. this is amazing. This is our life now. We're this just is watching amazing. it top back and forth and open and close its mouth. Yeah. This is amazing. Why? Yeah. I've why got is one screen looking thing? at Ludicola dancing as I'm looking through all the TCG cards, just seeing like, oh, it's, all of them are like rain dish healing yeah, itself, basically. Yeah. Otherwise, that's its we thing. already deserves di- better. Oh, oh, no, we'll make it terrifier. You want to know why? Why? Uh, Delta type. Oh yeah, they did. They are copying it's Delta a fire. They are copying. Yeah, a lot of that the Delta thing. fire one. So it would yeah. be fire type. Yeah, I could see it for sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Ludicolo is a fun Pokemon with rain, and uh, we've got a VGC team here uh, that's technically legal uh, with Ludicolo no, on it's, it. Yeah, no, this is one from that I found that was like probably right up after the DLC launched. Or yeah, is it? Like right okay, then. but but like it's not going to perform well. It uh, It's still Ludicolo. <laughs> It's got it's a good support Pokemon in the it format. Is, it's if okay. You could, you, like it's with okay. this set, and it's still got the rain. This boosted doesn't seem. This, I will say this doesn't seem. Yeah, like rain boost with bulk uh, and like that's not bad. It's like it's like we have Palafin at home. You know, uh, Palafin's f- physical. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, I still think I still think if you're gonna do rain, like there's Pokemon that do a better job than Ludicolo, but. Uh, yes, I, I yes, think technically, I think technically, Golduck it, will do better. Uh, I think Golduck would do better. I don't but think Golduck. It's Fake Out. The Fake Out is huge. Fake Out is good. Uh, it does get Icy Wind too for some speed control, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, okay, so this is a Ludicolo on this team. Obviously, uh, it's Ludicolo. It has Swift Swim. It's got Electric Terra type because that's a fun Terra type uh, for Ludicolo to have. Um, it's uh, got an EV spread that is for VGC. And it's uh, a modest nature. Granted, this team is actually pretty good about their EV spreads. Oh, I spoke too soon. Um, and uh, in modest nature, it's got fake out, which is great for support. You know, flinches uh, the whole shebang. 
Uh, hydro pump because you're probably in the rain uh, and you're hitting hard. Icy wind for some speed control and giga drain so you uh, stay bulky. I mean, you're holding an assault vest, so you are especially bulky. Um, and mm-hmm. you yeah. you compare this. Uh, I find it odd that they chose uh, Polytoad as the rain setter in this case, but they did. Um, and so this is a Polytoad. Uh, it's got drizzle. Um, it's holding a citrus berry. Terra type ice uh, because it does have ice beam and you can get stab ice beam that way. Um, which is good against Pokemon such as Landorus, which I think is still pretty prevalent in the format. Oh yeah, Landorus. Landorus yeah. Therian is one of the more popular Pokemon. Yeah, the it's format. still it's still pretty. I think prevalent. it's like top right now. The top three usage yeah, is Fluttermane, Iron Hand, and Lando T. That is all brutal. right at the same level. But yeah, uh, Protect, Helping Hand, Hydro Pump, and Ice Beam are on that uh, on that Politoed. Uh There's a lot of other things that are, make me go, yep, this is a VGC team, but those two that I just read do not make me say that. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know who wants to take two of the others, but feel free to take uh, to take VGC staples. Uh, I'll just grab, I'll grab the next two. Okay. Uh, the Chi Yu on here with Troy Specs, be the Ruin, of course, at the ability... Uh, the ghost terror type, which makes sense. Yeah, that's actually pretty, um, pretty fake normal. out. Fake out. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, no, mostly fighting type moves actually. Uh, tr- and that true that too. Iron hands is there. Yeah, yeah. it just it'll dodge the normal fighting whatever. Uh, and it's got four HP, max special attack, max speed, modest nature. Uh, heat wave, snarl, dark pulse, overheat. Fairly standard, like nothing, yeah. nothing crazy. Uh, and then we've got a Tornadus, uh, with the Covert Cloak and Prankster, uh, Terra Flying, with the VGC spread of 252 HP, 28 Defense, 220 Special Attack, 4 Special Defense, and 4 Speed. Modest Nature, Bleak Wind Storm, Tailwind, Rain Dance, Sunny Day. In case you say, Rain's really bad, I just want Sun, which is obviously better, then there you go, you got that to fix your problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. Sharky should and take us you, home. Yeah, and if you do go the sun mode, just kind of have the support. You've got Fluttermane, uh, basically one of the more kind of bulkier versions of Fluttermane's EV spread. Terra-type Grass with Life Orb. Shadow Ball, Dazzle Gleam, Moon Blast Protect. Fairly standardish, And you've got Goldingo being uh, in the bulky version with Terra-type Fairy, Holding Leftovers, Modest Nature, Make it rain, shadow ball, nasty plot, and protect. Woo! Uh, that is a VGC team. We'll put it on the Discord server for you guys to go play with. Um, I honestly have been preferring VGC to OU nowadays. Um, so I, I'm i probably not going to try this one out. I'll probably play with like a team I like. But, <laughs> but Ludicolo for the, the memes. New... I mean, if yeah, you want to use Ludicolo... This is yeah, the we team d- to do it. Uh, the new re- regulation I don't think kicks in until January. Oh, the January? Probably oh, January. Off. It's January because I think we wait for uh, the Pokemon and the Indigo disc to become legal. Uh, so I believe that is it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I'm thinking of the it was the event I was thinking of. Yep. Not the actual like, but yeah, it'll, regulation. It, it'll be the new regulation will start in approximately two months. Yeah. Uh, but So there's time to work on this one, which is nice. Uh, and I'm sure we'll be stuck nice. in the next regulation for quite a while. Because what's going to happen after Indigo Disc? I yeah, I do hope they uh, they slow down the regulations. Uh, that was, put the uh, Ubers don't do. The they're going to do it. They're going to do it. You know they're going to do it to hurt us. Okay, they can't they not hurt us. Zashin's coming yeah. back. Zashin's coming back. It's fine. The only good news is they nerfed it to heck. Yes, they it's did. Still Holy crap! Broken though. It's still good, but it's not as good. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that is the team. Uh, we are going to kick it on over now, guys, to our mailbag segment where we're going to read some emails from you guys. So yeah, let's head on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and let us know what you thought about the topic the week before. Last week, we asked you what your top five and bottom five uh, steel types were. Um, we did not get as many emails as we usually get for these, which is surprising. Well, to be fair, we're recording a smidge early, but... We are a little early, but uh, to be fair, I th- we say that and then we will get like five emails overnight. That's fair. Yeah, we will get five emails overnight. Okay, uh, we do get we do have a couple though. Um, but as always, this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And I believe anyway, the people, both of the people we're going to read today already have it. <laughs> if you don't, let us know. You get it. All right. So this first email is going to be from the Aussie Crocodile, and I get to read this one. Good day, Buckle. Uh, actually, I just talked to him. He's he's a great guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Over the last few weeks, I've been busier than a Blissey in a Route One Pokemon Center. And I've missed missed a few episodes, so I had to catch up. Screw you, screw you, Charizard. You're over, done, over and done. Blastoise is far superior. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Nat Dex doubles as of late, and my turtle brother has faithfully been by my side through the wins and many losses. Looking forward to getting him back in Indigo Disc. Me too. I'm looking forward to getting him back in Indigo Disc as well. But Steel types. Top five. Corviknight. This Gen 8 bird is perfect in my eyes, and when I get round to it, I'll be getting him tattooed onto my skin behind Blastoise and Snorlax. This boy is in my top five Pokemon of all time. Probopass. He has a mustache. I like mustache and bearded Pokemon. <laughs> oh, that's the whole reason. Okay. Uh, Berserker. For the same reason stated above, he looks like a menace. Berserker's cool. I actually like Berserker. Steelix, for the same reasons as was discussed on last week's episode, uh, which for those of you who missed it, uh, was that he is just the steel type Pokemon. Like, Steelix is the steel type. Uh, it's how most... That's how a lot of people were introduced to the type, was through Steelix, so that makes sense. I understand. That's a fair reason. He's like, like, Steelix, more so than other Pokemon of that, of their types, is a mascot for its, for the type, I feel like. Um, Klefki, uh, the fairy steel Pokemon with Prankster. I've had some fun with this keyring Pokemon and would love to see an evolution. Oh no. You gotta play the TCG. <laughs> <laughs> jingle, 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 nightmares. <laughs> jingle jingle no game for you lost box players <laughs> yeah no no game for you uh no game for you jingle jingle um bottom five golden go i should like him as he does re- represent aussie culture and being a surfer dude made of gold and outside of kobala he would be as closest thing to an australian pokemon we have maybe if it was released in a game based on my great country i would feel different but yeah golden go is in my bottom five no, Kangaskhan is not an Aussie Pokemon. She is nothing like a kangaroo, and it makes me mad when the comparison is made. Why well, aren't they both marsupials? They are marsupials. So are koalas. That's close enough. Uh, other thing, uh, the the rest of the bottom five have no explanations. By the way, Trash Wormadam. That makes sense. Uh, As Clavalier, uh, Galarian Stun, uh, Galarian Stun. I can see, an, I can see uh, an argument for As Cavalier. I, I can see like As Cavalier. I. Th- I like it, but it's because of the bug, but I can see why people don't, like, I'm not a, like, that's fair. Galarian Stunfisk um, is uh, also a good choice. That was on the show's bottom five. Unfortunate, but fair. Qfint. I, I could actually probably fight for Qfint. Um, I would fight for Qfint. 
I think it's an interesting design. Yeah, I can, I can fight, though it's like six feet under, yeah. Yeah. Just just fight the Cupid. <laughs> but that rounds out my bottom five. Uh, steel, steel on the topic of steel types. <laughs> okay, that's a good pun. Uh, Gen 9 missed a great opportunity to create two more Paradox Pokemon, a Steel-type evolution for Violet and a Rock or Ghost-type evolution for Scarlet. No Ghost evolution, please, never. <laughs> I don't think they should do new evolutions ever again. Honestly, I'm kind of okay with that as well. Or if we do, we do like a rainbow form or something like that, or just do a special form for Eevee, I'd be fine with that. We have too many. Like, if we're gonna do- if there was gonna be another one, I would want a Eevee type- an Eevee evolution that's just normal type. Where it's just, here's fluffier Eevee. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Here's Eevee-V. No, I want Eeveon. I want Eeveon. That is what I want. No, that's fair, I guess. Just Eeveon. Here's Eeveon. Eeveon applied directly to the forehead. Eeveon. That's it for me, the Aussie Crocodile. Well, thank you for that one. Our next email, and our last email for this week, is actually going to be from uh, Gigasaurus Games, and uh, Shark has fallen on the sword on this one. (laughs) Hello, Puckle Crew. The Steel Type episode this week was very entertaining. The discussion about Goldengo in particular was quite funny, so I thought to write in to give my two cents on the topic. In general- Actually, actually, there was a- (laughs) Um, I bring this up because I I wanted I wanted to be known that I do read the Spotify comments. I just don't make them all public. But uh, one of the Spotify comments, uh, because Seth was like vehemently trying to get Golden Go in the top five, but the problem was Sublime and I were the other two people on this committee. <laughs> oh, go- good, good. Golden Go does not deserve top five. It's a fun Pokemon. It's not top five. I could almost I could see I could let it in my top five. I, I could I could see I could see a fight for it. I would just, I wouldn't let it though. He just looks like String Cheese, so like I kind of take issue with that. But I like String Cheese Surfer. I, I'm also confused why he's a surfer, but that's a completely different story uh, thing. Uh, but Cinnamon, they're they're referencing Applejack, even though it's an American thing and not a no Japanese thing. <laughs> but uh, so uh, Golden Go, he uh, Seth defended Golden Go very vehemently multiple times by saying like, it's a ghost inhabiting a thousand coins. Um, and somebody put a comment on our Spotify saying, take a shot every time he says it's a ghost inhabiting a thousand quotes. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like, uh. <laughs> I know we can't, we can't do that. That might kill someone. We can't, we can't allow that. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, oh no, that's a drinking game. I don't want to play. All right. So here's, here's a giga sources comments on it. In general, I like a lot of Steelite types. There just aren't that many I dislike. I even like Durant because it's, it has a nice sleek design that very much screams Steel Ant, which is clearly what it's going for. Goldingo, however, it's weird. I really l- dislike its design. The string cheese makes it look more like a dairy product than either a Steel or Ghost type. Agree. Its vibe isn't as absurd enough for me to find funny. And the quest to get it is such a grind, I still haven't bothered completing it for myself. Oh, it's not that bad. You would probably do it throughout the story if you just, like, explore naturally. There's also a guy, like, in one of the cities that you go over to, and so it's like, you're gonna have coins. Like, it's not... I, I was doing a lot of it, like, mostly throughout. I think throughout, I think. By the end, I had, like, about half of it, which is still not bad. It's not hard to get them. You just gotta... I, th- I think it was... I think by the end of the story, I had something like maybe 800 coins. Yeah, like, you'll have a lot of them by the end, if you're, if you're, like, seeing the things and exploring a lot. On the other hand, it's very interesting to use competitively. Nasty Plot with Make It Rain and Status Move Immunity are really interesting niches to fill, and allows it to have a place even as the more powerful Pokemon come into the meta. So its competitive line is really quite impressive. That alone keeps it off my bottom list, but isn't enough to make it a top steal. I would argue that it actually makes it 
a uh, it is one of the more powerful Pokemon. Um, it is the ultimate spin blocker because Defog does not work on it, and it's Ghost type, so Rapid Spin doesn't work on it either. And Mortal Spin as well. It's a being Steel type. It's like it's it is the spin blocker po- that, that Pokemon. It is the definitive spin blocker. It is uh, na- quite nasty. And Smogon is definitely keeping its eye on it and Gliscor right now because of that. I, aren't they suspecting it? Aren't, aren't they suspect? Gliscor is suspect right now, yeah. Gliscor is suspect, but then I think Golden goes right after it. We, we, we had a small discussion on it last week. Um, it is one of those Pokemon and Pokemon in general, like Game Freak has been better about this lately, where, uh, they are designing Pokemon for competitive. And, uh, and, and Golden Go is one of those that was def- designed for competitive. I see a lot of the paradoxes were too, but like they just, but that's why they put them so far in. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the bottom list of Gigasaurus's, uh, steel types. Galarian Stunfisk, one of the very few steel types that, uh, in which I feel nothing, which is really not a good sign for someone who likes Durant. <laughs> Alolan Dugtrio. I still don't understand why its hair makes it a steel type. And it doesn't look like one. Wormadam. Yeah, uh, it's because, uh, they actually have, they actually have, like, this metal flaw. This is a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a fiber. It's a metal fiber. Yeah. Around volcanoes. It, it's a metal fiber that forms around volcanoes. But, uh, yeah, can, I continue. It makes sense. But- like, there's a reason. It's just, it, appearance-wise, it's not good. <laughs> I agree with it being on a bottom list. I, 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 I do, I do appreciate what they tried to do though, in that they were trying to make a steel type Pokemon that didn't look like a steel type Pokemon. Uh, I do appreciate that, but I digress. Wormadam. It's a Wormadam. Uh, also, the pink hair doesn't look steel to me either. Sassian slash Zamazenta. I really disliked them when they were released, but I've gotten used to them. On the other hand, Dog with Sword is still stupid, and the design and balance of the two was painful as someone who got shield because I liked the design a little better. What do you mean? They're the Therian fighting types. They're not steel types. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Therian fighting. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Klefki is such a bizarre, boring design because it's just a key ring. It looks like a Gen 1 design that came out in Gen 6 and tried to be fancy and didn't work. It's prankster treat. Uh, tricks might have kept it out of the bottom, but Grimmsnarl, Tornadus, even Murkrow do the prankster job much better. I, I like the I like the word of bizarring, like boring and snoring. So that's how boring it is, bizarring. <laughs> all right. As for my top steel sites, I've settled on Aegislash, for all the reasons said on the show. Metagross, it is such a cool and unique design for a pseudo-legendary Pokemon, and it looks like a hulking mech in a way that most steel types just don't pull off. Genesect, the prehistoric mecha bug with laser cannon, is absurd enough to be funny, plus its competitive niche was always interesting to see since it was a mixed attacker with a very interesting move pool that included Blaze Kick from an event. I remember that. Genesect was wild. I I, I can't I can't imagine it being back in the meta again just because Bolt Beam plus Fire plus Bug plus Steel plus whatever. Oh, God. I don't know. I could see a world where it does come back. Like, they've been doing a very good job of every generation demythicalizing a Pokemon lately. I, I could see it, but I just think about it. Yeah, I could see it. I just imagine it though, and I go, "Oh my god, the move pool it has!" I'm I'm waiting for Genesect uh, slash Victini to be the next, you know, Pokemon that get. Uh, I don't think I think we'll get I think we'll get Victini at the inevitable Unova remake, whether that's next year or in a few more years. I could Gen. This would be this, these games are the one that Genesect could be with the whole paradox future past thing. I could see that. 
Gen- it's it's very reasonable for Genesec to to be the demythicalized Pokemon here. Yeah, I, I love demythicalizing Pokemon because mythical Pokemon are the dumbest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, I would say so. At least, not not in terms of design, but in terms of distribution, I would argue we should be able to get them in a game. Bastiodon. I'm going to be honest. This is definitely just my fossil Pokemon bias coming through. I can pretend otherwise with Genesect, but Bastiodon shouldn't have any redeeming qualities. I do like the take on Ceratopsians, though. I even have a Bastiodon plush. We love Bastiodon. I'm actually shocked that somebody that goes by Gigasaurus Games uh, is into fossil Pokemon. Yeah, I... It's quite a shock. You'll just have to accept it, though. <laughs> I, did, I did not see that one coming. And Bisharp. Bisharp was always a very sleek design, sort of like Durant, and it was interesting competitively. It really submitted in my top list when I used it for a catch cup at a regional side event, though, because I it won a VGC match in a 1v4 matchup which is epic enough that I couldn't believe it managed it, even if the bulk was partially due to Eviolite. King Gambit, on the other hand, only misses my bottom list because it makes Bisharp better, because I don't like the direction of the design it went. The design is kind of weird. I do agree. The weird design, I don't, I, I feel, I like it more for the goofiness and less for the actual seriousness of it. Like, the Harris duel is hilarious to me, but that's like all it, the Harris duel plus it just floating around is what I find funny. Yeah, just running around with it, kind of riding its little hair stool, just like, yeah. But it's not the. It's it's meant to be. It's like trying to be serious, and it just doesn't look serious when you see that, and it's like, yeah. But I, that's fair. As always, thank you all for the great work y'all y'all do to put in together the show. I hope y'all have a great week, Gigasorsky. All right, and like we say uh, said earlier in the show, uh, you can email us next week at pucklepodcast@gmail dot com, letting us know which. Uh, uh what what you think of pokemon coliseum uh your thoughts your reflections anything you have to say about the games uh, do you hate them do you love them do you want them back let us know puckle podcast until then though you can help you can come and hang out with us at puckle discord.com uh you can also of course follow us on any of the social media platforms that you typically would follow us on twitter facebook instagram uh so on and so forth uh, additionally, you can follow us uh, over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast or YouTube at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast um, and see some uh, exclusive video content. Uh, if you want to help support the show, uh, you could do so in a couple ways. One, if you're addicted to cardboard like myself and Shamu, you can go to trollandtoad.com uh, and use code pucklepod5 at checkout and uh, it, little, it helps save you 5%. Uh, and it gives a small kickback to us as well. Uh, additionally, you can also follow us at, uh, or you can also go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, get access to exclusive shows. And uh, I believe this month, uh, the Patreons are going to vote on what our first merch item is that we're going to make a merch tier for. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I will. We'll see what it's, what it's going to be. And then we'll make the tier for it in December. And uh, it's going to be one of those deals where you have to be in the tier for three months to be able to receive it. So we will uh, go ahead and uh, figure that out. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. I think that's it. That's my normal spiel. So uh, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu. And I'm Shark Finnegan. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Welcome to another Patreon hangout. I am Thatch, and today I've got a lot of people. I've got uh, I've got Disco formerly. Hey, what's up? Were you formerly Disco Calypso? I was. Not oh, to be man. confused with the other Disco on the Discord. We have another Disco on the Discord. <laughs> yeah, it got it got messy during summer league. <laughs> uh, uh, and we've also got uh, uh, Ernie. Um, I don't know how to I don't know how to pronounce your actual Ernie, so I'm going to go with. Um, yeah, Ernie, uh, Ernie C, Charizard Stan, uh, Retro's Stan. Internet Dad. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Wyatt. Hey, uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, this is the this is the show where I just hang out with you guys and we talk uh, mostly so you can tease out like nuggets of information from me, um, but also so I get to know you because I that's one of my favorite things about Puckle and I haven't been. T- uh, <laughs> uh, so we've got uh, I'm going to start with you, Disco because you're on the top of the Discord list. Um, and, uh, I'm going to start with you and I just want to know, uh, two questions and you can, you can answer them in whatever order you want. And the same two questions will apply to everybody else. But, uh, when did you start doing Pokemon and how did you find Puckle in that order? Go. Okay. Uh, not in that order. I just said, um, not in whatever. <laughs> I, I'll flip it around. No, I know that order is fine. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I found Pokemon, I guess when it came out, uh, well, okay, a short story. My friend went to America for a year when I was 11. Okay, so where, where are you living the, now? Where are you living now? I'm in the UK. Question. That's what I assumed by, based on the accent, Great but I point. didn't want to make the assumption. Yeah, but. you never know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always, always lived here. So my friend moved over to the States for a year when we were 11, and she came back with a Game Boy Color and a copy of Pokemon Blue. Um, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't out in the UK at the time. So me and my friends are like, what is this? What is this thing? Um, and smashed through it. So um, it then came out a few months later in the UK. And that was where it started for me. It's been a part of my life basically ever since. Um, so that was that was how I got into it. And then Puckle, that was much later. I would assume. Um, I've been in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, right? I've been in the Discord since 2019. So it was the run up to Sword it, and Shield. Has it only uh, been 2019? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I for, feel like I feel like I've seen your name for longer than that. Because like you've definitely sent um, emails and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I take part like, in most of the tourneys as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember people's names for the most part, especially like Discord handles. It's much easier <laughs> than like right. like ah, oh, this is Steve number seven. Um, it's much easier to be like, yeah, that's Disco. Um, I don't know. That's how I remember people as their Discord users. It's so much easier. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember names very well because like people will come back to the Discord server um my my favorite thing is like when it's somebody like if you hang out in the discord server and you actually talk um and you uh you do it you will uh like i i will remember you and so people will come in and they'll go oh hey uh they'll go they'll be like oh hey you probably don't remember me but i used to hang out here like five years ago and i'll be like yeah i, I remember you are <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah, your name popped up all the time because you love this place so <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we 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 hang out here, but a lot of people lurk. I lurked in the Discord for a long yeah. time before I really oh, got stuck in. There's a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I know that. Um, and then here, but here we are, right? Yeah, you get yeah, chatting yeah. to people. You you make some friends. Exactly. Um, it's a fun place to be. No, it absolutely right. Well, we'll get back to you guys. So, so Ernie, tell tell me about yourself. Uh, All right. So, um, I my so to start how I got into Pokemon, my older brothers five years older than me 
and he was in fifth grade when the Pokemon craze hit. Like his birthday party was Pokemon themed. We had we played the Pokemon board game. Um, I don't know if you remember that one, Fad. Oh, are you talking about like the Master Trainer game? That's horrible. Oh God! It had like the Indigo League on it and everything. Yep. It was. Yep. Yeah, it was so, so long and so, so bad. If yeah, I remember so, it correctly. So we tried. We were going to do a stream of us playing it on tabletop sim. Um, but unfortunately I couldn't partake, I believe, uh, like Linian and shark and a couple other people did it. Um, and they're just like, yeah, we had to quit before it was over cause it takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I remember it as. Yeah. It takes yeah, like, it takes that, like eight hours. It's pretty bad. So that was his fifth grade birthday party. And me being the five, kindergarten little brother was like, I love this thing because my older brother does like got completely hooked on the anime. I would take his, uh, red, his red cartridge when he was at like sports or hanging out with his friends and like run down the basement and hide and play it. And like, just got completely yeah. hooked. Um, then I kind of took way. a break in, in like middle school. Cause I got, you know, too cool for this too little cool for game Pokemon, that I yeah. played when I was five years old. And then, uh, the switch, the switch came out. I heard about sword and shield and just 